Welcome back to our New Star Sports Agency podcast. We have added in an educational wellbeing segment called New Star Wellbeing to the podcast series. The first area of focus is finance. We will cover off budgeting, how to buy a house, and other investment options. Hope you enjoy the series. Great to be back on our uh, our third part of the series for wellbeing educational uh, podcast that we're running um, based on finance. Once again, we have Issa Nasiwa and Kane Nordstrom here from Money Empire to help us through uh, this podcast. Today, we're going to talk around the range of investment options that are out there for for people, and obviously specifically for for players. Um, Gents, do you want to? Yeah, I'll jump in. Probably firstly, um, just as as a disclaimer that we don't provide um, advice um, on all these investment options, um, but this is a generic talk. Um, And I suppose um, in any type of investment um, to an asset class, uh, it just has to fit right for you. You need to understand what you're doing, um, what the risks are, and what the goals that you're trying to achieve from it. So education is big, I'd say. Yeah, and I definitely say when it comes to investment advice, um, having gone through a professional rugby career, I think don't listen to the pillow talk or the barbecue talk around you know all the highs and lows of, of certain investments. Um, without going into detail, you know I know how easy it is to uh, maybe it's fear of missing out, maybe it's a, it's you comparing yourself to someone else in the change room, but. You know, as Kane mentioned, understanding the right investment for yourself at the right time of your career um, is pretty important. And I guess, you know, having a really good understanding around the term of what you are investing in and the type of investment you're investing in. Um, at the end of the day, it comes back to, you know, gathering really good information, really. And that's what I'd um, say to everyone out there is just, you know, reach out and try and find that information. And probably, um moving on from that is probably um, New Zealand's number one uh, investment towards property and New Zealand historically has been if you look at data passing back the last 50 70 years house prices especially in the greater Auckland area seem to double every 10 years rule of thumb um, we've had massive capital gains coming out of this pandemic right now uh, with interest rates dropping um, and a surge of uh, I suppose people coming home with um, still a gap in the housing market and not being able to catch up with the amount of homes that we need so um that has been a big investment tool um it's a it's a a tool that uh, if you have enough equity in there you can leverage off um to buy more of so it seems to be um new zealand's big investment tool um second to that which almost really attaches to that is a kiwisaver which is still quite new for new zealand um, which is, uh, I suppose, New Zealand's um, superannuation scheme. And um, this is uh, a great investment for the next generation coming through as it um, pre-tax dollars saved into your KiwiSaver. You can invest it how you want in terms of your risk profile. What I would say is that if you do have KiwiSaver and you don't know how you invest it, find out what sort of fund it's in and then get some advice on that um, because... Uh, a lot of people we see um, that have it with their bank, uh, it's just held in cash. And everyone's, everyone, um, I suppose, is, has this problem. It's just understanding it a bit more. 
Um, KiwiSaver can be withdrawn if you want to buy your first home, uh, which is a great tool again. Um, and then obviously uh, come to retirement age as well. What about what about some of those other options that are that are out there? The most common ones is type are going on um, diversifying from the the property stuff into the managed funds or shares. Um, mm. Pros and cons of that. Oh look, um, how long's a piece of string really? Shares are great. You've got access to um, share portfolios and individual shares all around uh, New Zealand plus the world. Um, and you can uh, detail it to what your risk profile is. Again, seek advice on this. Um, get an investment advisor to help you out um, because they will uh, invest you accordingly and um, it can be very profitable if you do the right thing and do um, have the correct advice. Manage funds again, same sort of thing. Um, get investment advice around that. But all these create diversification. So if you're able to tick all these boxes, property, KiwiSaver, shares, managed funds, um, you're, you're ticking, I suppose, a full pie chart. And um, you are, I suppose, mitigating quite a bit of risk along the way. The, the world's always going to have ups and downs, um, but it's are you prepared to ride those downs for the ups? Because there's always a bounce back at some point. You just look at historical data, and that's just, that is literally just data. Um. What about, I know in terms of uh, property, we talked about residential property, what about commercial property? Yeah, yeah. Is that, um, uh, am I right, higher yield and often commercial property, but then you've got to look at um, tenancies and, and cost to get into uh, a commercial property? Yeah, look, um, if I'm just talking purely on the back end of the pandemic, I think there was 14,000 vacant commercial properties in the greater Auckland area at present. I could be wrong on that. Um, that stat, but um, commercial properties do come at a, I suppose, a higher risk, and other people may um, not agree with that. But you've got to put in bigger deposits um, because they're higher risk, so banks won't lend on the normal loan to value ratios on them. Um, tenancies, like you said, they can be a lot more vacant for a lot longer uh, compared to residential. Um, and I think rates are slightly different, ESA, on these as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a different different ball game altogether compared compared to um, residential property. Um, once again, I would stress the importance to seek advice um, on you know all things residential, but then all all things commercial as well. It's it's so easy to hear maybe someone else in the chain room or someone else in the team talking about oh yeah, it's a really good time. Let's get into investment uh, commercial property. It's it's the go, but you know, it might not work for you. You might not even be able to source the lending to do that, yet it worked for them. So understanding that everyone's situation is different. I think getting that clear in your head from early on and understanding the impact commercial property um, has, just like it does uh, residential, understanding whether it fits you and your timing of doing things and your overall goals rather than just sort of you know, as I've said, listen to that uh, pillow talk or barbecue talk, you know, understanding the whole picture first and foremost is key. I think you need to educate yourself going into any type of decision you make. You need to have a clear strategy of what you want to achieve and you need to have a clear time frame of how long you will invest for, whether it's property, um, uh, shares, KiwiSaver, management, any of this type of stuff. You need to have a strategy of the time of that you're willing to put that in for because otherwise you're playing a guessing game on a market. Cool. And then um, 
Issa stemming from uh, that changer and barbecue talk that you talked about before and you will know guys that you played with that have, have gone into buying companies um, and gone off to or buying into a company. Um, any thoughts or positioning around that? I mean, of course, advice again is, is going to be a key part here, but anything that you can um, enhance this with given your experiences through other guys and yourself? Yeah, I guess just from um, seeing, you know, guys that I played alongside, um, guys that are retired, seeing the differences in when and how they've invested in companies. Um, I've seen some people do really, really, really well and continue to do so. Um, I've seen some people lose everything. Um, I've seen certain people invest in bars and restaurants saying they thought it was a good thing. Uh, maybe it was at the time, you know, fast forward six months, it wasn't, um, Elton wasn't made out to be for them and they lost sort of everything. So I don't think we always hear about the negative stories too much. You always hear about people investing in companies. Um, one thing we often, you know, say to people, especially coming up to retirement, is don't try and buy yourself a job. And when I say that, you know, you hear people all the time saying, oh yeah, I want to buy this company. Um, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. You know, the business world is very, very different. Um, if you haven't run a business before, if your spouse or partner hasn't run a business before, you don't have a mentor, you haven't had any education around it, you're still willing to buy a business, understand, you know, you know, speak to people, speak to business owners and understand that it's not just a cruisy ride. Um, and as I say, I've seen, you know, the downfalls of people losing, you know, everything, you know, save their whole career for a certain business buy it and it didn't go well. Um, Kane's seen this, you know, firsthand as well. You need to have a passion for what you're gonna do. And like you said, Issa, if you're going to buy into a business just to buy yourself a job and security long term, um, nine times out of ten it doesn't work because you've got to have the drive to get up every morning. If you're a professional athlete, you have that um, more times than not, and that needs to be pushed through into your next phase of your career. Fantastic. So if I sum that up in terms of just listening to uh, the Money Empire guys, I would say that advice is the key thing that's rung out across all three of our series, um, particularly if you're looking to diversify into uh, a, a different portfolio or a range of things, um, having a strategy that has a, a longer term focus um, uh, is paramount to that. And I've just just mentioned the last one, the long game um, and not going after the short buck. Short buck is probably three key things. Would I be correct yeah. in that? Anything to add? I would add education. Educate yourself as well. Do your own homework, get your own knowledge understand it more because it's going to make whoever you engage with um i suppose their job a lot easier as well uh, back that up education is key understanding um all areas of what we've discussed understanding where it fits and if it fits into uh you yourself and your family um understanding what the long game looks like but education 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 and, uh, and guys, if, uh, if anyone wants to come, I know this is a more of a general chat and uh, appreciate you just giving your, your time to have a discussion around that and um, enhancing and giving some knowledge. But if guys do want to come and have a chat to yourselves, Issa, you might be the right uh, point of contact. Where I'll, would they come in? I'll plug Issa here because um, he doesn't like plugging himself. Issa at moneyempire.co.nz or jump on our website www.moneyempire.co.nz and look Issa up. Um, I've seen his work, he's fantastic with the, the boys and girls in this um, sporting space and he has so much knowledge and understands how they think. He's able to talk to them 
um, for them to understand the next phase of what they're trying to achieve in life, and that's essentially uh, security, asset building, um, and uh, retirement from professional sport. Thank you, so thank you Kane, and big thank you to Money Empire for allowing you guys to have your, your time with us today, and um, uh, have a great Christmas, and uh, I'm sure we'll uh, speak again soon.